Welcome, folks. This is It's Getting Harder to Remember the 90s podcast. My name is Scott Shifty MacDonald, but today I'm just going as Shifty because it's a mini episode. I'm going to tell one story. I'm going to do some thank yous at the end. Here we go. So this is the fabled I Hate Evan Dando party story. The girls decided one night that they were taking our friend Marie, getting Lemonheads tickets at St. Andrew's Hall in Detroit where they were performing and taking her there as a girl's night out. Now, us as guys, eh, we, what do we have to say? Go ahead, enjoy, ladies. Have a, have a lovely evening. I mean, I had no skin in the game, so I had no, no nothing to it. The other gentlemen that were involved in it with their spouses or girlfriends or whatever you want to call them at that point in time said, yeah, of course, you know, we'll do our thing, we'll be the guys. It gets closer to the date of this actual show. We get down to it. I think we're all at the house where they're all meeting up, and we, they're like super excited. They're gals, and you know, the sarcastic, almost a tiny bit jealous uh, or, or hurt feeling that we have of how excited they are to go see this Lemonheads band when we were all in a band or and or thought we're great. And youth makes you think you're, you know, the, the end all be all. We started the joke and say, well, you guys go have your little Lemonheads party and we'll have our I Hate Evan Dando party back here while you guys are there. The joke keeps unfolding. We keep saying it. We kind of moniker our evening as we're going to have an I Hate Evan Dando party. So cut to the girls part of, the, part of their evening. They get to St. Andrews. This is something that happened back then, and I was talking to a friend about it. It seemed that artists of, of that vein back in the 90s, of the all alternative rock thing, especially at St. Andrew's Hall and different places, they would be more akin to, like, hang out with people, like, pre-show, post-show. I mean, I don't know how many times I've gone through and talked to Kevin Seconds and talked to the guys in The Descendants or HR uh, from Bad Brains used to sit on the stoop of St. Andrew's at every show and talk to everyone who came in. It was just... We are one of you, we're one of them. It just felt it just felt normal. There was no starstruck. I mean, there were certain acts that didn't do it. I mean, albeit they're on the road. Certain days you just don't feel like doing it. You know, mostly they were, it's me and you, we're all here together. It's you're part of this, we're part of it, we're all together. They are the star of the moment, but they're, everyone was very approachable. The girls went down to St. Andrews and it turned out, Evan had, Evan was bored. He 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 had been mulling around pre-show while the doors were open, while people were there. And and face it, you're on tour. He's a young man. I mean, tour is drudgery. They go through its van and truck stop and crappy hotel and shows, and it's just da 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 da. So you know, he was at that point. I'm sure that he wanted to hang out with people. So be it. He ran into Marie and the girls, gave him backstage pass, or gave Maria's pass, and the girls were gorgeous. Of course, why not hang out with these girls? Let's face it, if you're a musician, why wouldn't you want to hang out with attractive women or men, depending on you know your proclivities and your druthers? They had gone through, and they met Evan, and they went upstairs to the Burns Room, which was the backstage there at St. Andrews. They were talking and just hanging out and having a good time before they played. Maria had mentioned, and the girls had mentioned, hey, this is our girls' night out. It was her birthday. Maria had her crowning moment. Evan was such a, such a cat that during the course of his actual concert, he had stopped the crowd, stopped the song, and had the entirety of the crowd at St. Andrew's Hall sing happy birthday to Marie, which made her queen of the moment because she had had some previous you know, ex-boyfriends in the crowd that loved the lemon heads and were there and that was kind of her sharp stick in the eye to them. The show goes on, and the girls hang out with the, with the guys and that. And 
we cut back to us and we're at the house again. We're back at Nick and, and Nick and Jason's place and we're, we're in the throes of our, I hate Evan Dando party. And, and, and you know, it's basically, Evan, I hate Evan Dando party that night. It was just us playing big star records and Alex Chilton by the, you know, all this stuff and drinking beers and hanging out. Now it was pre cell phone days. So you, you pretty much let people go. There was no blow by blow texting and what are you doing this and that. So it was pretty, you know, it was, it was commonplace that the girls are out and about at a certain point, Nick, I think it had gotten a phone call from his girlfriend, Katie. She had said, Hey, we, we were having such a great time. All these, you know, they're such great guys after the show, uh, all this, you know, tell the, the, the previous story of stuff. And we're going, we took the guys out here, Evan and a couple band guys or crew guys to a couple bars in town and joking around. And we were, we were telling them that there's a, a bunch of our, our, our boyfriends and friends back having an, I hate Evan Dando party. And that, that just piqued his interest and, She'd said, hey, would it be okay if he came? And he more or less said, yes, of course, just come on home, whatever, yeah. Evan Dando's coming by his, uh, to the I hate Evan Dando party. Now we're thinking Evan's dipping his pen in our ink. Cut back to us. We're doing our thing. We're hanging out. We're drinking and whatever boys do. And it had to be maybe an hour later or whenever it was. I can't remember. Time was kind of in a real good constant back then. And there comes the girls through the door and it's Katie and Stephanie and Jason's girlfriend. It's Marie and another, another fellow we don't know. And then a kind of a tall, skinny, maybe blonde haired, kind of attractive dude. And he stops and he says, Hey, I heard you guys are having an I hate Evan Dando party. Well, how can you have an I hate Evan Dando party without me? Evan Dando. If there was a moment that was more cinematic where like a record scratches and stops and everyone looks off, that was the what the fuck is going on here moment. So we all kind of introduce ourselves. The guys break off the girlfriends and no one's particularly mad about nothing. We just kind of talk and we're playing music. Guitars are busted out. We're drinking, smoking and that. And Evan's having a good time. He couldn't have been a better cat. We go through, and friends of ours, uh, we were like, hey, you know, maybe we should party a little bit and go to a friend and say, hey, man, you got any of those mushrooms? He's like, no, nah, dude, that uh, that Evan guy got got him. And we're like, oh, well, you got anything else? You know, you got any of this? You got any of that? He's like, no, no, Evan got all that. And we're like, hey, well, well, do you got any weed? And he's like, listen, Evan took all my drugs. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying, I'm no saint. I, I've taken drugs and used drugs before, so I'm not judging them. Evan and us, we're all hanging out. It's a passive guitar kind of scenario. We're playing songs. We're having a good time. The night's going on longer and longer, and he's kind of spaced out, but I think Evan is kind of spaced out. I mean, he doesn't seem to be... It doesn't seem like he's a bad person. He just seems to be a person that's... He's focused on what he's doing he's, he's his, his own free spirit and I think it's because and you can't google this and he couldn't back then but the story was you know besides what money he was making and what he was doing and the boho lifestyle he was putting together as being a musician he had come from uh he'd had money from the east coast through doing a jello pudding commercial or jello commercial as a child and it is what it is you know those are those folklores that you, you can't prove and you don't know so the night goes on and it kind of gets longer and everyone's kind of petering off. It's, it's that ugly moment where it's just kind of the kitchen's littered with empty beer cans and ashtrays are full and people are kind of crashing out here and there and Evan's still up and going at it and singing and doing stuff and there comes a knock on the door and it's 
I know that's something I know all too well. It's Evan's tour managers come to retrieve them. It has to be five, six in the morning. They have to get to the next show. So, you know, almost as like it's a fever dream. It's, hey, man, we're out. You know, and he couldn't have been nicer. So out go them. They do their thing. They're gone. It's that point. Now we cut to the next day or so. Marie, Marie, the birthday girl, the, the crowning moment, uh, happy birthday, sung to the crowd by the Lemonheads says the next day that she found Evan's ID in her car and random denominations of bills adding up to maybe $38. Just so happened, too, that there was also a scrap of paper, and it turned out to be Kate Moss's phone number. Now, Marie was friends with, the back in the day, the radio stations that were the alternative radio stations were like the ex-alternative radio stations, so... She knew someone, uh, I think it was Millen, one of the morning DJs, or DJ at 89X here in, in Detroit or Windsor. He procured Kate Moss's phone number from her. I'm, and I thought it was going to be one of those phone numbers that was like the European area code where it's a plus and a 0934519555, but it turned out it was, it was a New York, you know, it was a 212, it was a New York area code. And Millen took it upon himself, the DJ from 89X, to call prank call on air Kate Moss for six months just confusing her to no end think about this if someone was to throw a party and say it was a I hate you party say it's I hate Steve or I hate you or I hate shifty party maybe there have been would you show up so you got to look at it two ways you can say like hey you know fuck that guy Evan Dando or you can say what a wonderful dude. You know what, Evan? You are nothing but fantastic. You're a wonderful person at night. You seem to be a wonderful person in general. You're nice to all the girls. You're a great guy. You got more balls than anybody I know, man. Good luck, Evan. Go see the Lemonheads, December 11th, St. Andrew's Hall. You can relive the I Hate Evan Dando party and stay home, or you can go see them live. St. Andrew's Hall, fantastic venue. Sounds fantastic. Angel staff. Perfect. Go see Dando and the boys. You won't be disappointed. Now it brings me to my thank yous. I've just started this podcast and website in the last month, and I have to thank a couple friends. So first and foremost, Mike Levingson. Mike Levingson was around and toured with us. It's been a part of my life. So Mike's facilitated numerous pictures, helped out with some graphics and different things. So thank you, Michael. Next, I have to thank Marie Finazzo Riddell. She has been also contributing pictures and remembering stories and things. And she's also been lending an ear to various things to remind me to interview people and listen to them, not just to listen to myself. So thank you. Also, on that side of producing, I have to thank Nicole Tetzloff. She's listened to various episodes and given me suggestions, taken notes, and I listened to her and did those things. And I should have listened to you earlier, honey. So thank you guys again. Please listen, share, enjoy. Go see the Lemonheads. Relive your youth. It's a Sunday show. It's 6.30. You should be in and out quick. Now, share this. Like this. Please listen on Spotify. Visit my website, hardtoremember90s.com. And it's getting hard to remember the 90s, but with friends coming by and reminding me of things, it's getting a little bit easier. Thanks again.